0: Welcome back to Kim's Chi, Feeding Life Energy. I am so grateful that you tuned in. Sorry that it's taken me a while to post another podcast. I don't know how people, well, I do know. It's just they do it and that's it. They just set their mind to doing it. But how do people post podcast after podcast after podcast on a regular basis. It's like YouTube videos as well. People keep posting and posting and posting on a regular basis. I don't know how they do it, except that they do it. And I don't know what their formula is, but this is my formula. And it's just taking a little time. <laughs> but I'm grateful that you're listening. And I'm grateful that you are enjoying what I'm putting out. And today I am doing something a little dear to me. Well, everything's dear to me that I do. But this is something that is personal, very personal. It is my journal from when I was eight years old and nine years old, nineteen eighty years is this 1986 and 1987 I am 43 years old as I've said before which I do not like saying my age loud because I feel like I'm infinite ageless timeless and boundless and that I am not defined by age and cannot be put in a box of age however <laughs> I am 43. And so that would make me eight years old and nine years old in these writings I'm about to share with you. And I have saved my journal since I was eight. I probably started journaling. No, this is is when I started journaling because I remember it was an assignment by a teacher. Thank God for teachers. And this teacher who would have us journal every day we came into class. I don't remember which teacher it was. Maybe it'll be in this writing as I read. But I'm grateful to this teacher who had me write at eight years old. And since eight, I've been journaling all of my life. I haven't been journaling lately. Well, that's not true. I do journal, but I don't journal every day like I used to journal every day. And I have more journals. I'm not going to share all of my journals with you because some of it's like too personal. And, um, And I just don't. Want to share all that, but I will share this. And I do have some poems that I've written as a teenager and some other stuff that I may share with you. However, my point that I'm trying to make is journaling, writing is very therapeutic. It's a great way to release energy and to regain new energy and to realign. And I found that when I journal, I release thoughts that were holding me back or that were inhibiting me and it gives me a chance to connect with God and to just recalibrate. Another reason why I want to share this writing is because I've heard a lot on the inner child and getting in touch with your inner child and I realize that as I'm reading this to you some of which I have not read in years so it'll be fresh to me as well But as I'm reading this, I'm talking as eight-year-old Kimberly, okay? So that's pretty cool. It's like I get to talk to my eight-year-old self or hear my eight-year-old self talk to me. And so as I read it, I'll give a little discussion on the things that I read and how it relates to me today. And hopefully I get some insight. Hopefully you get some insight. I think getting in touch with our child self, that part of us that was once unhindered, unwounded, unadulterated, unfeared, (laughs) undoubted, that was just free, that was not, um, was not poisoned by the world. That sounds kind of negative, but (laughs) that was not, um, what's another word that was not tainted by the world. (laughs) That's a negative one too. Um, that, that did not have the race consciousness yet. You know, that was just eight (laughs) free flowing and, and not to say at eight years old, you don't have ideas that are stirring there, right? Not to say you don't have negative thoughts because there are thoughts that an eight-year-old has that are negative or that are fearful, Um, like the boogeyman or Santa Claus not coming or people not being your friend or, you know. Um, So there are thoughts that an eight-year-old carries, but for the most part, eight-year-olds are really free. And eight-year-olds, nine-year-olds, seven-year-olds, six-year-olds, just children are free. And so to get in touch with that childlike state and find out that place in yourself where you were free is really invigorating. And it's also a way to get in touch with that wound that may have been established at that age. An example is when I was eight, my dad had already left at five years old. So I was dealing with feelings of abandonment, although I didn't have the labeling of abandonment at that time. But I was dealing with feelings of abandonment um wanting love feeling desperation feeling fear you know living with a, a single mother raising two girls on her own um living in inglewood California where there was gun violence you know gangs helicopters fighting you know and um and and, and there's a lot of good in Inglewood as well but where I was living, it was kind of rough. So there were fears that were naturally stirred up as an eight-year-old that caused wounds in my soul <laughs> that continued on in my life, that continued to propel fear and to to propel lack and limita- limitation, lack and limited ideas. And um, that caused me to feel abandonment later on and caused me to chase outside uh, solutions for inside problems. So, those things happen at eight, seven, six, five years old, you know? So, I think getting in touch with the inner child and really tapping into that and healing that and connecting with that is very powerful. So, with that said, <laughs> let's get busy. And also, I hope you journal. If you don't journal, I hope you start to journal or at least just like write one journal entry. Just get moving on journaling and writing your thoughts. I had an idea today that I want to start writing down my negative thoughts so I can clear them out like weeds. You know, I want to clear out this, the weeds of my mind so I can start to blossom new roses and new flowers. So I want to write down these these thoughts that um, can be hindering Um, There was a quote I read today. It said, hold on one second. Let me get it. We need to identify and get rid of negative or limited belief systems. We must weed the garden and prepare the soil. So I, I wanted, well, I might as well read this whole quote to you. It was like, make positive thinking work. What do we need to do? A, what I just said. We need to identify and get rid of negative or limited belief systems. We must weed the garden and prepare the soil. B, write your goals as if you already have them. C, we need to pay attention and follow direction that seems to lead to our goals. And D, we need to support others and ourselves and enjoy the process. So I want to start writing down these ideas that are weeds. (laughs) And, um, and also journal more, but writing is such a powerful tool. There's so many powerful tools that are available. And over the time of this podcast, I will tap into some of them, but today we're discussing journaling and the inner child, October 16th, 1986. Today I had a nice day. I played basketball and I got seven in one day. For lunch, I had an egg roll and an apple and a fortune cookie. It was a wonderful day and I had a job to do. We saw a film. Okay, so a few things about that is I still love egg rolls, I love apples and fortune cookies and I love fortunes inside of fortune cookies and um, and the simplicity of it being a wonderful day just because I had an egg roll, apple and a fortune cookie. And I played basketball, like, that's so simple to have a wonderful day. And I don't know what job I had to do, and I don't know what's what film I saw. <laughs> November 17th, 1986. Today I played handball. Then I ate lunch. It rained at lunch. It was a fun day. Okay, so handball was my favorite. I was so tall, and so I could pound that ball against the wall. I was so good at handball. Oh, that rhymed. I could pound that ball against the wall. I was so good at handball. And then I ate lunch, and it rained. I love the rain, and it was a fun day. It was a fun day with just the simplest things. October 20th, 1986. Okay, so I went from October 16th and then I went to November 17th and then I went to October 20th. So it looks like I went back a date or maybe I put, maybe I put November and I should have put October. That's what it is. So that should have been November 17th. Okay. And excuse me, should have been October 17th. Okay, so this is October 20th, 1986. Today is Monday, October 20th. First I did my bell work. Then I went to reading. Next we did spelling. Last we played national ball for PE. Then for lunch we had a corn dog. I made four baskets and my teacher is so nice and I love her. I used to love my teachers and I remember bell work. is like as soon as the bell rang you had to do some type of assignment. I don't remember everything we did but I remember we would read the, uh, do the Pledge of Allegiance outside. Then the bell would ring and we would go inside and, um, do bell ro- bell work. October 22nd. Today I have fun for lunch. I had this kind of donut with the apple today. I only made seven baskets. I only made seven baskets. That's so freaking awesome to make seven baskets. And I'm saying, I, i'm only there goes the self-doubt early on (laughs) the self-critiquing um yeah interesting and donuts that was the start of sugar although i started sugar way before then but i love me some donuts and um october 21st don't follow the date order with me because i'm It's just exactly how I'm saying it is how I wrote it. But my handwriting is so superb. Oh, my God. So perfect. So perfect. Mm. October 21st. Today, I had a hamburger for lunch and I made 24 baskets. So I had a nice day and I played with my friend. And on every entry, I put from Kim. (laughs) So cute. 24 baskets. That's awesome. So that's October 21st and October 22nd is when I said I only made seven baskets. So maybe I was comparing the 21st to the 22nd saying I didn't do as well as I did the day before. Okay. And this says November 23rd, maybe it's supposed to say October 23rd. (laughs) Okay. November 23rd, I pulled out three teeth and made 15 baskets. It was a fun day, exclamation exclamation mark. I pulled out three teeth? What the fuck was I doing? Why would I pull out three of my own teeth? (laughs) Was I bored? Oh my God, okay. And were they my teeth or were they somebody else's teeth that I pulled out? But I made fifteen baskets. That's great, okay. Um speaking of baskets, when I was around this age, I was going to Hudnall Elementary in Inglewood, and um, I wanted to be liked so bad, and I would tell people that Magic Johnson was my cousin. <laughs> I was that into basketball that. I thought people would like me if I said Magic Johnson was my cousin. And he's not, just for those who don't know, he's not my cousin. Okay. (laughs) December 9th, 1986. I had a good day. We were going to decorate our house, but we didn't. December 10th, 1986. We had lunch and it was not a good lunch, but the rest of the day we had fun. January 13th, 1986. Today I had lunch and it was nasty. I like this boy. I'm not saying any names because I'm going to show Danette and she might tell somebody else and they will go tell the boy. And the boy will know and I do not want that to happen. I got all of my timetables right. It was half of a bad day. Oh my God. Okay, nineteen eighty six, so I was seventy eight was eighty-eight. So I was seven. I was seven in nineteen eighty six. No, I was eight. That's right, eight. And I was already starting the boy liking at eight years old. And um and just thinking about Danette finding out. I remember Danette, she had this long hair and she would wear it in twists and I don't remember everything about her, but she was just a sweet little girl. But I was even then concerned about somebody telling somebody something that I said, and um, just the insecurity so young. And um, I know I'm not abnormal in that because you know when you're little, you like whoever you like, you like them, and um, and you don't want people to know, and you're shy. This says room five half a bad day what made it a bad day I wonder oh because the food was nasty I don't know but I got all my timetables right I loved math January 15th 1987 we're going to watch a movie or lunch better be good so far I had a good day we colored and I did math. We did social studies. January 14th, 1987. Today I did a science test and we did math. We had a substitute. We had a substitute in reading too. I was a nice, it, uh, put I was a nice day. It was a nice day from Kimberly. Interesting. I started watching movies young. excellent in school they trained me well in school I did math the science everything to the T <laughs> I was an excellent student um January 22nd 1987 I had played ball today it was fun we we're gonna watch films I also ate some pizza for lunch it was a good day It's funny how my days are good or bad depending on what I eat (laughs) and how many baskets I bake. Oh, my Lord. Okay. It was a good day. We didn't even have PE. We had recess. So it was fun then. And recess, they don't have recess anymore from what I hear in schools. But okay. There's this boy who sits next to me. His name is Eddie. Eddie. He makes me mad. He's a big mouth. He talks a lot. He says something to Brian and Lauren, and it's not funny at all. Oh, he says something to Brian and laughs, and it's not funny at all. I don't like him. He's ugly. Oh, <laughs> I sound a little irritable. Um, yeah, I don't know what that's about. He makes me mad. He's a big mouth. He talks a lot. He says something. I don't know. I guess it just feels uncomfortable. I can't even talk about what I felt at that age. But the feeling of it being uncomfortable, that someone's making jokes or something, I have no idea. January 26, 1986. Okay, so that one said January 22, 1987. This is 1980 january 26 1986. so it must be 19 i don't know i think i was just confused with the dates, but i think it's still 1986. let's see here no nope. i have no idea we're just going to go with what it says on the page january 26 1986. today i had half a hamburger because my mother forgot to give me my ticket for lunch I played hopscotch. Today was a fun day. I learned my time my minds it times. My I learned my mind's it timetables. It was fun. I don't know what the heck that means, but it sounds like times tables. Maybe that's what it means. And then um I remember I used to get lunch tickets and lunch tickets, you know were like if you had low income you would be able to get these tickets and i didn't know i had low income and maybe they just gave tickets to everybody but later on i found out that if you got tickets that meant low income but i think someone told me that so i really don't know but i just remember after a while it felt like oh my god i have a ticket and I don't want people to know I have a ticket. And I just remember, like, if you had a ticket, people will look at you like, oh, you have a lunch ticket. And it's like, what the fuck? Excuse my language, but why did it matter having a lunch ticket or not as long as I could eat? When you're a child, your ideas are so programmed by the the children around you and the ideas around you you start to create these ideas for yourself thinking certain things about yourself based on what other people are saying like before i knew a lunch ticket was a sign of low income i just had a ticket and then once i find out it's like oh it's not a good thing but um i still use them anyway if i just remember that feeling um february 2nd 1987 Today I was sick and it was no fun and I didn't have lunch. Oh, homework. I don't know what that means. February 3rd, 1987. Today I got my math all right. It was a good day. We had something nasty. It was a fun day. I don't know what that means. <laughs> February 4th, 1987. I saw two fights. One was Kelly and Bernica and Linz and Andre. Ooh, I kind of remember those fights. (laughs) I remember the people, Bernika and I remember Andre. And I remember Andre getting mad at this guy. And it may have been Lynn's. Interesting. I remember those characters in my life. Those people in my life. March 27, 1987. Today is my birthday and I am nine years old. And I got a new bike. I got the birthday blues. It was a bad day. Kimberly. Oh, little Kimberly. So I was 87. I was 9 having a bad day. Having the birthday blues. And I remember that bike when I got that bike. I um my mom had, had she she used to work so hard and like really take care of me. She's was and is a wonderful mother and um, I left that bike outside on the walkway to my apartment building on in Inglewood on Manchester and when I came outside the bike was gone I was devastated and I told my grandmother who's now passed on and um, when my mom got home my grandma told her I got a spanking my mom felt so guilty about spanking me that day. I remember her saying how guilty she felt, but she spanked me for getting my bike stolen. And, you know, she was stressed from working and, you know, putting her money into buying a bike and then it being stolen. So she just took out that, 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 um, that built in, uh, anxiety no built in pressure on me and um but let me tell you what happened so maybe it was a week later it could have been a few days later I'm outside and I see this guy on my bike and the reason why I know it's my bike is because she bought me this little license plate that goes in the front of the bike and it said Kim and um, so I saw him on my bike and I ran in the house. I told her, my, Ma, I see the guy, this guy on my bike. I see this guy on my bike. She came out. She's like, what? You see somebody on your bike? And so she came outside and we went up to him. Well, she went up to him and she put both of her legs around the front of that, um that front wheel. And she shook that bike. She said, get off of her bike. Get off of her bike. Do you know he got off of that bike and I got my bike back? She shook that thing. She said, get off of her bike. Get off of that bike. She was everything that she wanted to say and she was pissed off about in her life. She took that out right on that man and on that bike and (laughs) and I got my bike back. So anyway, that was March 27, 1987 that I got a new bike. April 30th, 1987, this girl threatened me because me and Felicia were in an argument and Latasha told Relisha that I was gonna kick the girl's butt, but I wasn't. And the girl said she was gonna hurt me. So what Latasha said wasn't true, so I'm mad. It should be I'm mad, but it says I'm mad. And this really encapsulates how afraid of girls. I was growing up like I was afraid of being beat up. I was afraid of being jumped, even though I was tall and stocky, I was taller than everybody in school. I was concerned about people liking me. I was concerned about being um, b- about girls like, you know, fighting me. And I also didn't want to use my strength because I was afraid of being looked at as a bully or being you know, I wanted to be nice. Like I was a gentle giant. And so it put me in a weaker position mentally a lot of times because I felt like people were ganging up on me or didn't like me or I was very insecure. So that, that brings that up for me. I don't know who Relisha and Latasha are and Felicia. Um, and then this idea of Latasha saying that I said I was going to kick the girl's butt and that she was, was lying you know, just feeling like people would lie, and and just some of these ideas carrying on into my adulthood. You know, just not trusting people, being afraid of people, being insecure, um, it's self self judging, self criticism, but then there's also self congratulations, telling you know what I read, what I, you know what I accomplished, how many shots I made in basketball the games I played it's like I was I was enjoying life I was being a full 8-year-old and um it's interesting because I am um, I don't really think about being 8 at this age But having writing to reflect on really put me back to being in Inglewood. It put me back to my childhood. I, you know, was in theater. I did plays. I played soccer. I started playing soccer at five years old. I loved hopscotch. I loved tetherball. I loved playing. I loved um, girls. uh, They would do, you know, like, uh, what's it called? U G L Y, you ain't got no alibi. You ugly, You ugly, like those kind of cheers. We would do cheers, and it would be. We had some nasty ones though. It was like um, ooh, something. Wait, I can't think of them. But it was like stuff that's like, why are you singing that? And you're eight years old. But we have fun. My teachers were great and i made it through my childhood and now as an adult i get to look at these ideas that i've carried i get to release them i get to choose new thoughts and um and today i think i'm i think i'm a, a wonderful woman in reflection i love my 8-year-old self I love her, she was cute, so cute and so smart, and she was funny, and she was adventurous, she was scared, she was insecure, but she was also brave and courageous and insightful and poetic, highly intelligent. She was a pretty awesome little girl, very awesome little girl, well taken care of, always had clothes on her back, her hair was taken care of, her mom took care of her hair, she had food to eat, she had friends, she was well educated, and it sounds like she was missing three teeth. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, thank you all for listening. I ask of you to look at your own inner child, to do your own journaling, to clear your own energy, and stay tuned for the next podcast. Thanks for tuning in and eating some spiritual food with me today. Once again, this is Kim's Chi, Feeding Life Energy a podcast for the nourishment of the hungry soul. All steps for man, one giant leap for mankind.